spiritual states. Time. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dr. Michael Lightman. Hello. We're continuing our series of shows, and today I'd like to talk to you about speed as a condition, a state that a person goes through. We feel... Uh, I, I want to talk to you about time. Sorry about time. Um, we're on the verge of the new upcoming year. Why are people so excited, fulfilled, satisfied with the coming of a new year? Because we know that in spirituality there is no time. Well, first of all, in spirituality there is no corporeal time, in corporeality there is no spiritual time, so it's not simple to talk about time. But actually, the concept of time is a very non-simple one. Because on the one hand, it is related to the coordinates in which we exist, in relation to which we measure time. How do we measure time? Is there time altogether? Does it exist? These are completely are these completely inner subjective sensations or is it really some kind of constant that dictates all the time the flow of our existence? All these things are non-simple. Yeah, we'll talk about all this, and I prepared many questions and materials. But what I wanted to ask about, why are people so excited by the changing of the year? Well, you know, it's a um, habit. It's, uh, it has nothing to do with spiritual roots. No, no, of course not. Well, the beginning of time, the end of times, Certain times, but the new year and everything, it was all accepted by people only in order to have some kind of point to relate to. You know, there's this movie I saw, and there are a lot of movies about time, meaning it's something pretty interesting. It's an interesting concept, not easy to explain. So, in short, people live until the age of 25, they stay young, and after that, they need to earn. They need to earn their living, and they're paid out of bank of time, meaning they're million, millionaires that have millions of years, and there are people, ordinary people, that need to make a living every day, meaning you earn something, great, you were given a few hours. You didn't make a living, no problem, you die. So, I want to ask, do you agree with the Creator's plan in relation to time, or could you offer something a bit different? I think we should replace time for a different... Uh, we need to measure it differently. Meaning, in relation to what do we measure ourselves? old, young, growing, etc. Meaning, it's all relative, and it depends on how does a person choose what, um, according to which standard, what measurement does he measure in relation to. 
So I wouldn't say that we need to do it according to a chronometer, but it's measured by a deeper, by a person's deeper relation to himself, to the world, to creation, and not something that's done by the hour. That somewhere some mechanism is ticking and tacking, and accordingly I measure myself. As a Kabbalist, how would you advise us to relate time? Very calmly. What interests me is only what did I manage to do with myself in the passing time? So, more concretely, I'll ask, what is the reason for time? From what I studied in Kabbalah and what I heard from you, time is the distance between the cause and its consequence, meaning there's the cause for some action, the consequence of it, and between them, time. The, co- the, the reason is man's desire to receive pleasure. Without that, I don't do anything. And the result is already the fulfillment, the reception of whatever pleasure that is. So I do something, I'm waiting for the pleasure, to get the pleasure for what I worked for, and in between is time. Were my action immediately to give me pleasure, then time wouldn't exist. We even see that in our uh, that in our world there are such states where a child plays soccer, for example. For him, time doesn't exist because he's enjoying the moment. But if I went to work, I made money, and I'm waiting to get some kind of reward for that. So time's extended. Time is a completely psychological concept. It doesn't exist in and of itself. And what we see around us in nature, all the different changes and that we measure time in relation to that, then that has nothing to do with time. It has to do with motion. And time and motion, these are things that are unrelated. This is... Uh, Einstein's uniqueness that he showed it to everyone. So if it's on a psychological level, then time might not exist, meaning in relation to our protein body, time does exist. We see it. Our protein bodies measure time according to the beat of the pulse, according to how we measure the relations between the passing states, the states that we went through. But it's all subjective. These are subjective concepts, really, if to put you in, um, to launch you at high speed in some spaceship into space, then for you, time will be measured differently. You yourself will look differently compared to others, meaning time is not some kind of biological system that changes you. But time is that which you change. So, I wouldn't start relating to time that way. Well, we we got used to it. We're living in a world in which time is according to the tick and tack of the clock. Yeah, yeah, Einstein, he proved that time depends on speed. Meaning, time slows down for things that are in motion 
and compared to other objects, for example. What does Kabbalah say about the relativity of time? Dr. Leighton, Kabbalah doesn't talk about time at all. Kabbalah says that we need to measure time according to our actions. Can you explain? Meaning, the flow of our thoughts, the flow of our actions, it is time. The change of states. Yeah. And the states, they can be very quick or slow or whatever. We attribute different sensations to them, our own subjective sensations to them, and this is what we call time. Usually time is presented as a river flowing in one direction. There are those that say that time it consists of separate drops like rain, and then our entire life looks like an accumulation of separate frames like a movie. How do you see time? I don't depict time to myself. What I see are actions. So if your state didn't change, then time didn't occur for you. Well, no, not for me, but in general. I'm not talking specifically about myself. I'm talking in general about that people that measure themselves according to those actions that they generate, and for them time flows in a completely different way than for others on a different scale. So in our corporeal world, time flows regardless of do my states change or not, it's unrelated to me. Changes in relation to whom? To myself. My neighbor, for example. Does he live in the same time as I do? Or does he have a completely different scale for it? Well, yeah, it's subjective. But still, we have some objective parameters. Uh, Yeah, the mechanical time, the mechanical clock according to which we measure ourselves. Yeah, but how does that time go by for him? And for me, this I can't compare and don't know. But a Kabbalist, he himself consciously changes his states, speeds them up or slows them down, then he is in charge of time. He is in charge of time according to his closeness or moving away from the Creator. About the Creator, it says in the book of Zohar that was written in the 2nd century AD, but the Zohar speaks nothing of corporeal incidents, but of the upper worlds where there is no sequence of time as it is in corporeality. Spiritual time is elucidated by change of form and degrees that are above time and place. Right. Kabbalah speaks about something that is beyond time, space, motion. Can you explain what change of form are we talking about here? There is nothing, neither constant nor temporary. This is all things that we determine according to what we feel, according to our relation to what is going on. Absolute is only the Creator, the upper force, in relation to Him. If we change ourselves, then we change time, space, motion, the world that we live in. But this is something that we can talk about only in relation to the Creator. 
Can time end? Well, if it doesn't exist in and of itself, then how can it end? It exists only in our sensations. Um. Why weren't we able to create a time machine up until now and go into the future? And why didn't anyone come to us from the future? Could it say that we have no future, that mankind maybe died earlier or what? I don't even know how to explain this all. I feel that time doesn't exist, but it's according to our it's according to what we feel in relation to the subjective sensation, we have free choice. What coordinate should we choose that depends on us? So, when you say that time doesn't exist, then it's impossible to create a time machine either. All depends what kind of time machine. If you'll fly at the speed of close to the speed of light, then, of course, you will change your relation in relation to those that are not at that speed. Now, I mean, if everything's psychological, then that's clear. But with your corporeal body, to fly to the past, to the dinosaurs, or to the future, will it ever be possible? No. Because it has nothing to do with you. This I don't understand. Why is it impossible? How will you shift to that state where you played with dinosaurs? Meaning, if they hook me up to some electrodes, some illusion, ah, that could be done in any state at any time. But precisely corporeally, meaning to take this protein body of mine, put it in a time machine, and go 20 years into the past. So the past exists, just like our current state, and we simply need to shift into it. What is our current state then? We depict it that way to ourselves, meaning you want to say that you want to depict yourself in a completely new dimension. No, I don't want to depict anything. I just want to sit in the machine and go 20 years into the past or 100 years. Simple, like in the movies. Why is it impossible? Well, that can't be, because it can't be. If it wasn't created until now. No, it's not that it wasn't created until now. It's impossible to create. You can shift in time wherever if you change your mind. 
this I understand. Well, maybe the, the explanation is then that our protein world is also an illusionary, is also an illusion. It exists in you and the way that you see it now, you see, as you see yourself sitting, talking to me in front of the camera and around you, there are 10 billion people, etc., etc. But actually, all that is your world what you depict. Uh, and in that world of yours, I exist, and I depict myself as also existing in some world of mine. In Kabbalah, the world of the future is in a state of that it's in a state of uniqueness, unity, as Kabbalists say, that all people shall unite. In that state, time disappears in a state of connection and unity. And so, in the future, there's no, like, one person, but there is the sum total of all of humanity or mankind, and so in the future. Therefore, no one comes to us from the future because there is no such state as we depicted as separate people. Yeah, everything is as one man called Adam. And then, as it says in Kabbalah, the corporeal reality disappears from our senses, right? Because we don't feel ourselves detached from one another, but we feel ourselves in one spiritual body. And therefore, we can assume that from that future, because of that, no one came to us from the future because there's no state where we're separated in terms of our bodies, desires. No, no, it's only in our today, in today's imagination, in our imagination that as we see things today. It's because it, it exists in a different quality. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Don't be sorry about it. The past is always open and unchanging, and the future is closed, unknown. Do you agree? with this assumption. I think that the past and the future <laughs> I think that both past and future exist only in us. Time altogether exists only in us. There are changes, psychological, internal changes that occur in us, and they, every time, depict a new perception of the surrounding world to us, even though that it doesn't change at all. We're living in under complete or in complete absolute light, a force that is constantly working on us. It doesn't change, but we change, and therefore the way we sense this equal, calm, unchanging light, we feel it as changing. Will we be able to change it in the future? There's nothing to change. There's just that one straight light, and in it, we're created, and we change according to our inner sensations, but that's it. And accordingly, we feel the picture of the changing world. What can we influence? We can only change ourselves 
to a more ob- in, in a more objective direction. So, if I don't change myself, I will feel the future in a certain way. If I do change myself, then I will feel it differently. Yes, but that's you. Uh huh. Okay. What's interesting is that nothing happens in real time. Well, at least for us. Everything that we see, feel, think is a product of the past already. There's this example where because light, it takes light time to reach us, then everything that we see happened in the past already. Eight minutes, 20 seconds, this is the time needed for light to reach from the sun to the earth, meaning we'll live in a picture that in real time nothing happens. It already happened in the past. Do you agree? Well, this is a physical law, of course. It's a measurement. So and so many minutes go by for a ray of light to reach from the sun to earth. Yeah, light from the closest star takes it four years to reach us, meaning what we see already happened. But in relation to spiritual states, it turns out that all the states are predetermined already and they're revealed only in relation to us. In the spiritual world, there's no time. Yeah, but all the situations and events that occurred, happened, will occur in the future, it all happens inside of a person. Yeah, but they're already all predetermined. They don't exist. They are, they're only revealed in relation to me, in relation to you. Suppose a war in a year. It already exists. It already exists. It can occur. It depends on our actions, too. Meaning it simply wasn't revealed yet in relation to those people that will come to that state. Suppose. Why does time flow quicker as as you grow older for man. Yeah. That's how it's built. It's all subjective. It's all only in relation to what we feel, to our sensations. So if to compare the life of a contemporary person that lives for 70 or 80 years and a person who in the past, in the Middle Ages, lived for 30 or 35 years, then these 30 years will seem longer to them than our 80 years, meaning as time, because we have more options to fill time, and therefore for us it flows more quickly. Yeah? Well, it's a complicated theme, but it's important to understand. Uh, maybe last question. In the year there are 31 million no, a bit more than 31 million seconds. How should we use these seconds in the most effective way? Eh, no point in thinking about it. You don't have to think about... What you need to think about is how to fill time. But actually, the main thing is to understand what you exist for and that each action, each moment of your existence will be filled by that mission, task that you exist for.
For example, for you, the main thing is disseminating the wisdom of Kabbalah. So, measure your time and achievements accordingly, precisely in relation to the results? Of course. So this is something that I didn't get an answer for. From what I understand, if to compare our world with the spiritual one, the problem in our world, the corporeal material world, state called the material world, we're performing different actions and then we get some kind of a result. That could sometimes take a certain amount of time. In spirituality, from what I understand, because all actions are done by the Creator, the action itself is already a result. Yes, and fulfillment. Yes, and therefore, time doesn't exist, meaning it doesn't, it's not expand. Yes, very good, very well. So, in our world, were I to perform a certain action and would be fulfilled by it now, suppose now we're doing this show, and the result of this show will come in a certain amount of time, you shorten time. Were I to receive fulfillment now without waiting for something to come after that, then time for you would not exist. So that's how a Kabbalist lives, beyond time. Well, actually, yes. So that's, that's, the, that's the time machine. Okay, thank you very much. All the best. <laughs> 